You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today's soup donut is supposed to more than a vicious cycle. The woman in black. Starring Peter Lucas. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. Also by State Farm Insurance, International Harvester, and Quaker State Motor Oil. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with a Ford Car Buyers Report. Car buyers today are giving serious thought to the real cost of car ownership. Not only purchase price, but operating economy and trade-in value. What about operating economy? Well, consider gas mileage. Lots of Ford LTD owners have discovered that adjusting how they drive results in surprisingly good gas mileage. And consider maintenance. The estimated average cost for 50,000 miles of normal driving in the 74 LTD versus the 73 LTD can be as much as $182 less in scheduled maintenance. Compared to its nearest sales competitor, LTD maintenance schedule specifies fewer spark plug changes, fuel filter changes, and chassis lubes for more savings. The 1974 LTD is the best-selling car in its price class, evidence that for many it's the best solution to owning a full-size car. The well-made Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. Today a story of revenge unsweet. A family history, so to speak. The rise and fall of a man doomed to a violent end. A tale of bitterness told by a woman driven by vengeance. We will soon come to know her as the woman in black. Barbara, I got the search warrant. Now we can pay that visit to our neighbor, Mr. Logan. Is he home? He's not alone, Kyle. That woman's there again. The young girl? Now she came by earlier. Now it's the other one, the woman in black. That's her second visit this week. I wonder who she is. Do you think Logan suspects us? Why should he? We don't appear different than the other people on the block. <laughs> Neither does he. That's why he's been able to operate so successfully for so long. Roger Logan, Mr. Average Suburban Resident. Even the IRS can't nail him. But now I think we can. That came from next door. Logan's in pretty bad shape. She opened him up pretty good. Yeah. She doesn't seem too broken up about it, either. The police want to question her. Well, they'll have to wait their turn. We've got priority. Logan's a very felonious fellow. They're taking him to County General. He's going to need surgery. You better go with the ambulance. All right. Keep me posted on Logan's condition. But where will you be? Here. I've got the feeling there's a lot we can learn about Logan from the woman in black. I don't want to be disturbed unless it's a call from the Bureau or County General. Got it? Yes, Inspector. Are you from the FBI? Yes, ma'am. Inspector Kyle Whitaker. I'd like to ask you a few questions, beginning with your name. Meredith Logan. Any relation to the man you shot? Roger Logan and my husband were first cousins. Your husband's name? Randy Logan. 
He passed away six months ago. I'm sorry. Roger was delighted. How's that? Well, I'm sure the FBI knows about Roger Logan's business activities over the past years. We know a little. I know a lot. Want to listen? The long story. I've got time. Well, it all started back in the early 50s. I was young and wild. Just 20 years old and already married. To Randy Logan? No. To George Overstreet. The racketeer? That's right. George was old enough to be my father, and sometimes he acted like he was. Like the very first day I met the Logans, Randy and Roger. It was late summer and hot. Get that, will you, Mary? Yeah? We want to see Mr. Overstreet. Who are you? Name's Logan, both of us. Who sent you? Hey, I hope this ain't 20 questions, doll, because I'm kind of in a rush. Now, is Mr. Overstreet here, isn't he? George, there's a couple of punk kids here to see you. Come on in. Thanks for the intro, sister. What are you, the maid? Guess again, little boy. You want to see me? Remember us, Mr. Overstreet? We were shooting pool at Willie's last Saturday. I'm Roger Logan, and this is my cousin Randy. Yeah, sure, but what do you want? Well, uh, we got a proposition, sort of business-like, you know. Like what? Well, could we talk in private? I... Give me some money, George. I'm going out. Oh, here, here. Buy us some supper while you're at it, huh? You kids going to be here long? I'll bring you both back a popsicle. Get lost. You better watch your mouth. My husband might not like it. So you see, Roger and me weren't exactly best of friends right from the start. What happened after that, Mrs. Logan? What was Roger's proposition to Overstreet? Well, George was moving dope around the ghetto at that time. Roger had the idea to expand the operation, and he and Randy were the ones to do it, he said. Well, George didn't like it at first, but he did like Roger. It figured, I guess. They were both creeps. Before long, Roger was coming around all the time, acting like a big shot. Randy would come with him once in a while. He was different. Sensitive, you know. I guess that's when I started liking him. Inspector. Uh, pardon me, Mrs. Logan. It's a hospital call. Thanks. Hello, Barbara. How are things there, Carl? Oh, coming along. The woman in black was married to Logan's cousin. Does she know anything about the list? I don't know. We haven't got that far yet. Well, let's hope she knows where the list is. Why? Logan just died. This is Jim Backus with news about the most comfortable experience of a lifetime. A lazy boy reclining chair. It's ideal for apartments, living rooms, dens, family rooms. Lazy Boy is as beautiful as it is comfortable. Available in any style you can imagine and in hundreds of decorator fabrics and vinyls. Make your favorite room a haven of gracious living. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. <laughs> Run down there. <laughs> Go. Oh, oh. Yes, indeed. Agent Gabe Franco explains the low-cost inflation coverage State Farm offers homeowners in most areas. As the value of your home increases... The amount of coverage that you have on that home automatically increases. Uh, you don't have to call your agent every year and say, look, I think my home's increased in value, which you raise my insurance. You don't have to do that. It's automatically. And like a good neighbor, this is Bill Wendell saying, do not pity blind people. Give them your understanding and kindness. You can help provide second sight guide dogs for the unsighted by contributing to the Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind. 
Your help will enable them to travel safely and independently. These blind people can become active members of their community. Go to work or school, shop, visit friends and their places of worship with a faithful second side guide dog at their side. The dog, four weeks of training in its use and care, board and lodging at the Second Side Training Center in Smithtown, Long Island, New York, are provided free of charge for qualified applicants, regardless of race or creed. Uh, these services can only be made possible through your generosity. If you know of a blind person who is in need of our services, please have him contact us. And please send your contribution today to Second Sight, Forest Hills, New York. All right, Mrs. Logan, go on with the story. Well, a lot happened in the next few years. All bad for me. I got strung out on junk. There was so much of it around. Instead of trying to straighten me out, George threw me away. You little fool. I leave you alone for two hours, you use up all the merchandise. I can't help it. I'll die without it. Well, go off and die somewhere else. Oh, George, don't leave me. Oh, no, honey, you got it all wrong. I'm not leaving, you are. I have nowhere to go. No, you can't. Now, find yourself another connection. George had a lot of people working for him. He kept a list, but I couldn't get my hands on it. The Logans were the main source of distribution, but I couldn't go to Randy. I was too ashamed. There was no other choice. I had to go to Roger. Hey, Randy, when'd you get here? A couple of minutes ago. Who's in the other room? Make the sale. Yeah, but things are getting hot. Between the mob and the FBI, we got a lot of company out there. Roger, I'm forgetting out. Oh, come on. What's the matter, cuz? No guts. Come on. You know me better than that. We've got enough money to go legit. So why don't we? What, and open up a candy store? Come on, get with it. I worked too hard getting over the street to do it. I'm thirsty. Meredith, get back in a room. Randy? What did you do to her, Roger? She came to me. She's a junkie. What do you want? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Oh, you're coming with me. Roger, we're finished. And if I ever catch you within a mile of this girl again... I'm going to kill you. Cousin, you are making a mistake. Don't be a jerk. So Randy took me away. He got me cleaned up. Saved my life, really. We fell in love, but we weren't together for long. George was getting too big and the mob moved in. All that we know. It's too bad we weren't able to convict the ones who had him killed. The law swooped in on the operation and Randy was sentenced to ten years in prison. Somehow, Roger got off. And his luck didn't stop there. Roger made a lot of money in investments. He took poor Randy's advice and went straight, or so I thought. He kept calling, saying that he wanted to see me. Finally, I gave in. We met right here in this house. Can I fix you something? No, thank you. I don't drink anymore, either. Well, how you been? I mean, it's been a long time. Oh, you've never cared about how I've been in the past. Not so, not so. I've always liked you, Meredith. I mean, you're a sharp dame. you got spirit. What do you want, Roger? Why should I want anything? I got it made. Money, a house, big cars. I own a factory now, machine parts, yeah? So I've heard. Randy wrote and told me. Ah, forget Randy. Why should I? Because I can offer you more. Half of all this. Did I hear you right? Look, Meredith, I'm a man with everything. Everything but a wife. I don't believe this. 
What's past is past. I wouldn't marry you if you were the last man on earth. Don't make up your mind right away, okay? Roger, I... Oh, I, I thought you were alone. Oh, what's this? The maid? I think you said that to me once. Come in, Lisa. Meet Meredith. No, I was just leaving. This is Lisa Romano. Roger, can I talk to you for a minute? It, it's business. Go ahead, honey. I mean, Meredith's an old friend. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where'd you get that book, Roger? That belonged to George. I inherited it. Machine parts, huh, Roger? I better go. No, you better stay. A pretty young girl like you should hear this. I know what's in that book. A list. I was interested in it once. It's got the names of all the pushers who work for George Overstreet. Oh, she knows. Oh, you bet I know, honey. And you better wise up to your friend here or you'll end up like I almost did. A hopeless addict. I've made up my mind, Roger. Lisa, get out of my way. Let her go. Hey, Meredith. I wouldn't mention any of this to the law. I mean, seeing as your name is on this list, and so is Randy. I'll get even with you, Roger. It may take me the rest of my life, but I'll get even. And that's exactly what I did today. I just hope that Roger dies. But with his luck... Inspector. Mrs. Logan, do you know what happened to that list? Do you know where it is now? No. Inspector, there's a call from Barbara. She says it's urgent. Yeah. Barbara? Got some bad news for you, Kyle. Uh, so do I. Mrs. Logan doesn't know where the list is. Maybe she does know who killed Logan. What? The coroner hasn't told the police yet, but Logan didn't die of gunshot wounds. He was poisoned. <laughs> Here, honey, this is for you. Oh, George, what a nice surprise. What is it? It's a tire gauge. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. What's a tire gauge? Well, you check your tire pressure. Well, it helps you get better mileage. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I got it free from our participating international dealer just for looking at the new international travel all. A new international travel all? Yeah. What's a travel all? Well, it's, it's something like our old station wagon. Our old station wagon? Except the travel all's a foot and a half shorter, so it's much easier for you to park. Our old station wagon? Yeah, and it has 20% more room inside. More room for you and the kids. More room for gro groceries. We'll get lots more use out of it. Our old station wagon? Hey, and right now, until July 20th, you get four Firestone gas saving steel-belted radial tires on most models at no extra cost. But where is... And they're worth $290, suggested retail price. George, where's the new travel all? Right outside the window. Oh, George, it's different. I know. <laughs> I like different. I know, I it's know. It's right. You're 17, 18. You've graduated from high school. You want to make something of yourself. But you don't have that something to make it with, like money for four years of college. What do you do? Well, you don't need four years of college to get a good job. Today, there's a crying need for technicians in exciting fields like oceanography, electronic data processing, health service, environmental control, forestry, and many others. Technicians earn twice the salary of the average high school graduate. Some even make more than four-year college graduates. All you need is a year or two of technical training. To learn how you can become a technician, send for our free booklet. It's called 25 Technical Careers. Write Careers, Washington, D.C., 20202. If you can't afford four years of college, write Careers, Washington, D.C., 20202. And make something of yourself. I guess the police...
police want to talk to me now? Not just yet, Mrs. Logan. I have a few more questions. All right. You jumped way ahead in your story. When did you marry Randy Logan? Five years ago. He was still in prison at the time. When did he get out? He didn't. Randy died in prison. Cancer. He would have been released this month. Did you ever discuss the list with him? No, there was nothing either of us could do. Roger held all the cards. And you weren't seeing Roger? No. Not until after Randy died. Whatever happened to Lisa Romano? Oh, she stopped seeing Roger, I guess. And you never saw her again? No. Mrs. Logan, did you plan to kill Roger Logan when you came here today? Yes. Would you mind telling me exactly how it happened? Well, all right. I came up the walk and rang the doorbell. Roger was surprised to see me. Why, Meredith, what a pleasant surprise. May I come in, Roger? Well, sure. Well, what brings you to see me after all this time? You made me an offer a few years ago. Does it still stand? <laughs> You're joking. Oh, I've never been more serious in my life. Oh, really, Meredith? Why the sudden change of heart now? You're still mourning Randy. Now that my feelings haven't changed. Let's just say there's something in it for me that I want. Name it. That list of names. <laughs> you know, you drive a hard bargain. You won't settle for a life of luxury and the pleasure of my company? Yeah, huh? if it goes along with the list. Well, maybe I can change your mind. <laughs> oh, maybe I can change yours. You know, I've waited a long time for you, Meredith. I'm not a patient man, usually. I mean, I know what I want and I know how to get it, right? But, uh, but you, you were always out of reach. There was always someone else. First there was George, then there was Randy, and, well, now they're both dead, right? I wonder if that's a, a lesson for me. Don't you trust me? Ooh, not with my list, I don't. One thing I've learned over the years is caution. And I remember what you said the last time you were here. If it takes me the rest of my life, I will get even. Now, that's what you said. And that's what I meant. Give me the list, Roger. Oh, come on. Hold on, girl. Put down that gun. I'm not patient either. I want that list. It's not here. I destroyed it. I don't believe you. Hey, I swear it. Merritt. No, no. Hey, get, no. That's when you found me. I didn't get the list, but I got even. Who are you protecting, Mrs. Logan? We've had this house under surveillance for months. You've made more than one visit. The younger woman's been here, too, several times. Maybe you've seen her. I told you what happened. Tell me what really happened. Your revenge is complete. Roger Logan died in the hospital. Oh, then it's finally over. Not quite. We don't have that list. He said he destroyed it. And you said you didn't believe him. The list exists, Mrs. Logan. We know that. It was in this house and somebody took it. No. And that same somebody poisoned Roger Logan before you got here. That's what killed him. Not the bullets you fired. That's not fair. I did come here to kill Roger. Please tell me what really happened. With that list, we can shut down Logan's drug empire for good. And without it, well, you know for yourself about a junkie's life. Well, Roger didn't answer when I rang. The door was unlocked, so I came in. Hello? Anybody? Meredith. Lisa! What are you doing here? You promised to stay away. Oh, cold turkey. 
Meredith, look at me. What happened? Where, where's Roger? Oh, I got what I came for. The list. Oh, that's not the way, Lisa. I said I'd help you. No. No, it's too late. Oh, come on now. Give yourself a chance. No. Oh, like he did. He's going to die. I poisoned him. Oh, this can't be happening. Lisa, Lisa, give me that list. No. Well, at least get yourself to a hospital. They can help you. Go out the back way. Lisa, don't lose the list. As soon as she left, I shot Roger. I thought I killed him. I wish I had. Where's Lisa Romano now? Oh, poor girl. I honestly don't know. Barbara, I got here as soon as I could. What's the story on the girl who checked in? Story's over. She made a connection and checked out for good. Oh, deed. She had the book with a list of dealers on her. Here it is. When do we start rounding them up? Well, the chief will let us know. Pretty sick, this whole thing. It always is, Kyle. You know that. Yeah, but in this case, more than usual. What do you mean? We might have been able to stop Logan years ago. Somehow, he had the woman in black convinced that she was on this list. She's not. Morning, Mr. Green. Say, haven't seen this big car in a spell. Nowadays, Caleb, we use our small car mostly. You know, this big engine might not be getting the exercise it needs. Exercise? Hey, up to get rid of harmful engine deposits. Make sure you're using Quaker State motor oil. It's fortified to fight deposit buildup. Is Quaker State still available in most places? Hey, up. The people need it now more than ever. Quaker State, your car. You keep it running, yeah. Hi, I'm Jim Backus with news about an exciting sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers today. You may now put a famous Lazy Boy reclining chair into your living room at unbelievable savings. The ultimate in beauty and comfort can be yours in the style of your choice to match your favorite decor. Don't just sit, relax, and recline sumptuously in a Lazy Boy. Your choice of quality colors and fabrics. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. Yes, he is. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. The Woman in Black is an original radio drama adapted by Sue Donham. Peter Lupus was heard as Kyle Whitaker. Featured in the cast were Maureen Tuttle, Casey Kasem, Julie Bennett, Hans Conried, and Tommy Cook. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Polis, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. The music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.